centuries of thy word giveth light, it giveth understanding unto the simple. Welcome to the Bishop Francis podcast. Bishop Francis is the pastor of the Catch the Anointing Center, Lily of the Valley Cathedral, Teshin, Laskana. May you experience a supernatural encounter and be anointed as you listen to transformative preaching, insightful revelations, and down-to-earth teaching by the servant of the Lord, Bishop Francis Philip Asamoah. This message will revive, restore, and refresh as you receive God's word through Bishop Francis. Please do not forget to subscribe to his podcast channel to receive new messages. God bless you and enjoy the message. Hallelujah. All right. Beautiful. Well, don't don't be confused. We've increased the number of chairs in the building. So don't don't get confused. People have come, but it's just that we've increased the number of chairs in the place. Amen. Because we are expecting a harvest. Amen. I think the echo is too much. Sunday do something about it and then lower okay it's trying to work put your hands together for Sunday <laughs> hallelujah how many are blessed to be here today beautiful well we thank the Lord for what he's doing amen yeah that was a beautiful testimony isn't it Wow. Put your hands together for the breeze. And um, put your hands together for yourself. Amen. And uh, we thank God for what he's doing. Amen. Yeah. God, God can heal skin diseases. Amen. Um, skin diseases are some of the most difficult conditions to sort of treat. Amen. It's not easy to treat them at all. Hallelujah. And all the people I've come across who have been healed, I mean, from personal experience from skin diseases, what I notice is that they've, be, they've tried to treat it for years, and it just doesn't go. Hallelujah. But thank God for miracles. I said thank God for miracles. And we thank God that miracles still happen. Amen. And um, uh, yeah, even in the first service we had miracles there. There are some of them I said, because it's related to blood pressure, I felt that they should just go and check and bring their testimony. Amen. But there was one man in particular which I felt was quite interesting. He, he said that when he walks for a short time, he has to sit down and rest. There was just first service, the service we just closed. And he would feel a pain, you know. And in the first service, I was praying for heart conditions. I called forward heart conditions. So uh, people in the first service who had heart conditions ranging from blood pressure and then other heart conditions came forward. So this man came forward. 
And he said that when he walks for a short distance, he has to uh, sit down and rest. And you have a pain where somewhere around where the heart is. I'm an art student, so I don't know much about that. Yeah. So I, I think I called a doctor to help me out, <laughs> you know. And after the prayer, I said, okay, why not walk across the hall 10 times and let us see what will happen. Stanley, you were, you were in the service. Reverend Sammy, you were also there. Yeah, you, you even have it on video. Wow, he has it on video. So the man started. He started walking. Then I said, oh, he should speed up the walking. So he went like this, came like that, went like this, came like that. Then he had an idea. Do you know the idea he had? Do you know the, how many want to know the idea the man had? He said, let me start running. So he started running. Yeah, this, this is a man when he's walking. After some time, he has to sit down and rest. And you have a pain in the chest. And then he started running. Yeah. Remember, Sammy, what I'm saying, is it true? Or is it an exaggeration? I'm not saying it well. Yeah. He started running up and down, up and down, up and down. When he finished running, we asked him, How, is, there, is there any pain there? There is no pain. Everything is gone. He's totally healed. All right. And that is why when we come to church or any time you have the opportunity to worship God, I think that you should worship him well. Do you, do you, do you see? Because, you know, God is not a thing. God is God, you know. And God is here. If this is just a place we come to, then many of the things that happen here will not happen. Hallelujah. So when we are here, let us take um, the service, the worship, and everything that happens here seriously. Are you here with me? Amen. And I also told the first service something. You see, turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I need you to be very careful. Because Say because again. If you are not careful, you will miss your miracle. Amen. Oh, yeah. And why will you miss your miracle? Because, you see, Reverend Sammy, did we pour oil in the first service? Did we use oil? Did I touch anybody? Did anybody fall down? But the healings just took place. I just said be healed three times. You know, we, we are used to a culture where, you know, when, can I have oil? We are used to, there, there's nothing, I'm not saying there's something wrong with that. I pour oil, how many have seen me pour oil before? Yeah, I pour oil a lot. Amen. You see, you know, so there's nothing wrong with, hey, this bottle is very small, don't you have a big one? I bring a big one. Why have you given me a small one? Are you Reverend Victor? <laughs> Amen. So we usually have this belief that if the man of God didn't pour oil on me, and if he didn't shout, and if he didn't exert in a certain way, then he's not 
he's not prayed for me or whatever amen you see so sorry you're about to be tell your neighbor sorry you may be disappointed because God doesn't work in one way amen yeah I'm sure some of you have seen me pour oil before you've seen me scream before you've heard me shout before and then you've also heard me talk normally before you must believe all for your own good so this man who has had this condition for one and a half years is healed totally healed hallelujah you see I'm telling you this today so that you don't miss your miracle. You know, because the Bible says that there are diversities of administrations by the same spirit. You know, so sometimes somebody may come and you say, be healed, and you'll be healed. Another person will say, be healed, and you'll be healed. Another person will say, be healed, and you'll be healed. Then give me this cloth quickly, quickly. Don't waste my time. Another person will say, be healed and then but you see there are all differences of administrations but the same spirit are you here with me uh-huh so when you are stuck with only this one be healed you will miss your miracle do you, do you understand what i'm saying you will miss your miracle amen if you are waiting for a convention Eh? If you are waiting for a convention, you will miss your miracle. Hmm? If, if you are waiting for the time, it's like the way the atmosphere, the spirit has come before you, you will miss your miracle. Amen. And you, you have to be very careful with men of God who are unassuming, but anointed. Hallelujah. I've had many testimonies where they will tell me, when they are sharing the testimony, they will say that I've been healed of this. I came and then when the pastor prayed for me, he prayed a short prayer. And when he prayed the short prayer, I was very angry because I thought he was going to pray a powerful prayer. But he prayed a short prayer. But then after the short prayer, I noticed something that I'm totally healed. So I've come to give a testimony. And pastor, I'm sorry that I was angry with you, not knowing the short prayer, it works. Hey! You see the mistake we make? Yeah, that's the mistake we make. And I want us to be careful because everybody deserves a miracle. No, 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 everybody deserves a miracle. Those of you who have worked with me for some time, you, you, you realize that Rarely is there anybody left. For as many that come forward for healing, all of them get healed. Well, I believe that everybody deserves what? A miracle. But maybe what may disturb you is this. He only said be healed. My, my, my famous story is when I call people who were sick to come forward. When they got there, instead of praying for them, I said they should thank God for healing. I had one pastor he's here somewhere and he thought in his head ah bishop will you not pray for them first how come you've not prayed for them to be healed you're asking them to thank god for healing 
So when, he, when we finished thanking God for healing, then I pointed at that pastor. I said, okay, start from this end. When he started, uh -huh, healed. Next one, healed. Next one, healed. Next one, healed. Next one, healed. So at a point he said, no, 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 are you sure? You understand what I'm saying? At a point he said, no, 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 are you, are you sure? Are you sure of what you are saying? That he said, oh yes, something. All the way through, everybody, everybody healed. Hallelujah. So you realize that because you, you are looking for something different or you even expect a certain ministration so you don't have faith in what has been said or how it has been said. It's like how it was done offends you or worries you and that's what blocks your miracle. Are you here with me? Amen. You see, I'm telling you this because miracles happen here. A lot of them. You see, we, we took time to take statistics and we noticed that if we distribute all the miracles across every Sunday, we will have two miracles for each, for the 52 Sundays in a year. We'll have at least two. Amen. Is it not wonderful? Who would like to be a pastor who every Sunday you have two miracles in your church? Just two. Not even five, just two. Yeah. And I tell you, you see, even if you have one miracle for three months, like this man who was running up and down, let's say for the next three months, there's no other miracle. Oh, we can use this one. Every, hey, you see, you remember the man who was there? You remember the man? Every time we say, you remember the man two weeks ago, you remember the man. One month ago, you remember. Two months ago, you remember the man. And still we all say, wow. But when we distribute, you can get two miracles for every Sunday to the end of the year. Are you here with me? Yeah. So you, I, I want you to know that you deserve a miracle. In the first service, I told them about Naaman. You see, Naaman was somebody who, when he got to the prophet, then they asked him, go and wash in Odona. How many know Odona? Is it a clean place? Yeah. You wouldn't want to. You see. But the prophet said, go and wash in Odona. I said, ah, I live by the Volta Lake, which is better and cleaner than this Odona you are asking me to go in. Do you understand what I'm saying? Then he said, and apart from that, I thought that, and this is where we make the big mistake. I thought that the man of God will come and then he will, you know, he will, <laughs> he will do something. So since he didn't come out and do that thing, I'm going back home with my leprosy. Hey! Thank God for good advices. I said, thank God for good advices. Then they asked him, if the man of God had told you to do something difficult, would you not have done it? So if he said, do this simple thing, why not do it? Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. So if I say be healed, why not just be healed? Hallelujah. Amen. So I, it's something that I just want you to understand. Okay, because through, as I'm telling you, I can count over 100 miracles in Teshi alone. Uh, in categories. Even this one we have now, we have family category. 
when you take a family, this one has got a miracle, that one has got a miracle. They are all here. They are all in this church here. Yeah. Family bouquet. Amen. Uh-huh. So don't let, don't let the ministration what? Disturb you. Because you deserve a miracle. If the person comes shouting, receive it. If he comes whispering, receive it. If he comes pouring oil, receive it. If he comes with a mantle, receive it. If he comes with what? What else can he He can come with milk. Receive it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Whatever he comes with. But do not say that today it, it should have been oil. Why is it milk? No, 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 no. That is where you enter into problems. Are, are you here with me? Yes. That's where you enter into problems. I remember one day, one church member came to a service late. And he likes sitting in front too. So, Reverend Sammy, just go to the back and come. So, so as I'm preaching, no, he was coming like this. So, as he was about to sit down, then I held the jacket. I held the jacket like this. He was wearing a jacket on that day. So, I held the jacket and then I said, be delivered from financial difficulty. This was a Wednesday. Be delivered from financial difficulty. Not knowing this man was owing a bank. Oh, yes. He was owing a bank. Thousands. By the following week, the bank was closed and his debt canceled. Amen. But I just said what? Be delivered from financial difficulty. He was owing thousands of... So what I'm saying, is it true? Yeah. The following week, the bank was closed. His debt canceled. You see, sometimes when they close a bank, they will tell you, pay, pay what you owe to this other place or pay to Bank of Ghana something. This one, no, no, it's canceled. So when he came, <laughs> when he came and then he was sharing that, then somebody said, no, 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 no. I, I had another banker in the church. He said, no, 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 you see, you see, we all believe God, but you know, this one, you have to check, you need to be careful, you know, let's go and find out, maybe per chance, they've sent the bill somewhere and you didn't know before you shared this testimony. They checked and checked and checked, and checked, and checked, the result was still the same. Amen. If he was expecting a, a certain something that I don't know, he would still be paying that debt. Like, like, like today, as we are standing, I even don't know where he would be today. Amen. Amen. Are you here with me? So tell your neighbor, neighbor, watch closely. It may be a whisper, but it's your miracle. Amen. That, that's why some of you, 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 you think that there, there's no power in the church. 
you will sit there and not see the power. The testimonies are plenty. And they are all documented and tested. We don't, we don't do exaggerations here. Everything is tested. It's like we confirm, test, verify. Yeah. Amen. Tell your neighbor your miracle is coming. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, you deserve a miracle. And your miracle is coming. Put your hands together for the Lord. Maybe see that. Can I preach now? Uh-huh. So after I told, I've told the first service the same thing. I've told my pastors the same thing. Yes. I've told, I'm, and I'm telling all of you the same thing. Because by the grace of God, we are, we, are, we, are, we are sitting in a powerful place that God has given us. Amen. Where miracles happen. Oh, yeah. The lady who shared the testimony, there's the part he didn't say, it's Lena who told me that part. He said, Bishop, my mother's skin has become more fresh than my own. Yes. Yeah, that's what Lena told us. Her mother's fresh, the one who gave birth to me, her, her body is more fresh than my own. It's called a miracle. I said it's called a miracle. Hallelujah. Can I preach to you today? Beautiful. Mark eleven twenty two. Jesus answering saith unto them, Have faith in God. Have faith in God. Turn to your neighbor and say, Neighbor, have faith in God. Hallelujah. You know, as uh, the year is going by, we notice that a number of things are happening. In 2020, I believe it was COVID, you know, lockdown, people's businesses, you know, even some churches. There are some churches, they've not been able to recover from um, COVID. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Not only businesses, but also churches. You get it. And then just as we felt that, oh, by the grace, now COVID is no longer real news. It's still around, but by the grace of God, there's some level of control now. Is that not so? Then this war, I don't know. I don't see it as a war. It's just like, what, how do we call this? Ukraine is sitting there, and then Russia has just gone to their country to bomb them, you know. And uh, it has become something. And, but the thing is that it has become something that is affecting the whole world. Are you here with me? So you realize that some time ago, when you paid two cities 50 pesos, you can go to Circle or Accra. But now you have to pay five cities 50 pesos or six cities to go to the same Accra. Am I talking to the right? Oh, you are all millionaires. You are all millionaires here. Maybe you are all millionaires. So I go and find... Uh huh. Then you realize that. <laughs> uh, amen. No, I, I think now you are watching carefully. Is that is that the case? Don't worry. Tell your neighbor, relax, relax. It is well. You know, I I, I remember the days when you pick five CDs, 
you know that you'll get two balls of kinky and you'll get fish. But now, it's not like that anymore. True or false? Yeah. Then watch it. Like seven CDs, you can get everything, isn't it? Mame, watch it. Two CDs. Mame, talia. Then give me Willie. Then when they were saying seven CDs. Now, you can't get all those things. You can't get watch it with all that and then Willie and then all that for seven CDs. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. So you, you realize that things have become difficult. Amen. Things have become difficult. Petro. I remember when a letter, is it a letter? A letter of four was what? Four CDs, 4.1. It was actually 4.1. Now it's 10.95. Diesel is 13 point something. Amen. Hey. You know, then gas. We used to fill gas for uh, 72 CDs. Now you have to fill gas for what? 160 something. Then they've dropped it. It, it went up to about one, 150 something. Amen. So you see that life has become a struggle. But your job you do, if you charge double, that, that's the end. They'll find somebody else to do your job. You see, so prices have doubled, but you can't double your charges. That is for some of us. So you realize that you are still earning virtually the same amount. So how do we survive? Because we are also not thieves. We are not liars. How do we survive in times like this? And this is why I want to give you the key of faith to live in these times where things are not so easy that God is going to help us and God is going to bless us and it shall be well with all of us and we shall be blessed even though the economy is struggling. Somebody clap unto the Lord. So Jesus said, Jesus said, have faith in God. I think I like the Amplified. Give me the Amplified. Have faith in God. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor. Have faith in God. Turn to another neighbor and say, neighbor. Have faith in God. It says, and Jesus replying said to them, have faith in God constantly. Have faith in God. So, it's not that your faith that you used to come and sit here for two hours. Amen. Amen. You see, the, that faith that brings you to church on Sunday. And then, after Sunday, thou hast finished. Till the next Sunday. Or maybe the next two Sundays. Hallelujah. He said, have faith in God constantly. It means on Sunday do what? On Monday? On Tuesday? On Wednesday? You see, those who are quiet, eh, your faith will not be activated. On Sunday? On Monday? On Tuesday? 
on Wednesday, then on Thursday, on Friday, on Saturday, and Sunday again. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, clap for Jesus. Okay. So, Jesus is advising us to constantly have faith in God. Hallelujah. Constantly. You know, what I think happens is that there are times we have faith and sometimes we throw the faith out the window. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. We throw the faith out the window. Then at a point, we bring in the faith. But I want to encourage you today to have faith continuously. Have faith what? Continuously. Hallelujah. Are you there? Amen. Now, I just want us to go through a few scriptures and then Hebrews chapter 10 and verse number 38. The Bible says, can we read it together? Ready? Go. Now, the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Wow. So they just live by what? They live by faith. Amen. You see, thank you, Holy Spirit. How many would like to stop breathing? How many would like to stop breathing? The place is quiet. Okay, maybe... Can your neighbor close your mouth and your nose? And then you also close your neighbor's mouth and nose. And then let's see what will happen. Will you be happy with it? All right. So, we can all agree that you can't breathe on Sunday and decide that on uh, Monday and then you will not breathe. You breathe only on Sunday. Then Monday, you don't breathe. Tuesday, you don't breathe. Then the following Monday, you start, or the following Sunday, you start to breathe again. Hallelujah. Faith is something like that. Faith is something you must have continuously. Are you here with me? Faith is something you must have continuously. For example, you know, I, I can say that I've seen people getting healed at the front here. I've seen people getting healed in the crowd. I've seen people getting healed in my office. I've seen people getting healed in their homes. So if my faith is only in the front here, what will happen to those we meet at home? What will happen to those who come to my office? What will happen to those who meet, we, we meet under the, on the street somewhere? What will happen? It, it means that faith has to work what? Continuously. The other thing you need to understand is that you must not apply your faith to a few things. Amen. Amen. What does this mean? It means that you may, you, you may come for a convention and you believe that, oh, that you can believe God for deliverance. You can believe God for what? Healing or a miracle or something like that. But can you believe God? that he will put food on your table every day? Can you believe God that he will 
protect you as you go and come from here to Accra and back the whole year. Can you believe God that I'm left with two shirts, but my God will supply all my needs and you'll give me one or two more shirts or give me one or two more shoes? Hallelujah. In the first service, I was telling them that in the whole world, there are more women than there are men. Now, if all the men in the world were Christians, they will all marry one wife. What will happen? And then the women are more. So that means that there will be a lot of women left. But if you are a sister, your faith must be that God is able to take care of me. He may create a new man and then drop him from heaven or send Angel Gabriel to bring the man. He may decide to do this in the dust and create a new man. Uh, he may decide to fly me, uh, what, a Saudi Arabian that has gotten born again. S something. <laughs> Are you here with me? And that is to have faith what? Constantly. Yes. I hear Lebanese. <laughs> Maybe, maybe you find a tongue-talking Lebanese. That's you, though. Amen. So, when you have faith, you will say that even though we the girls are more, but our God can do impossible things. And because he can do impossible things, he, he will find a way to take care of me. He will ensure that I get a beloved arrives for me. Amen. So I'm saying that this faith I'm talking about is a faith for your whole life. It's not only part of your life or some of your life, but all your life. Somebody clap for Jesus. Am I still talking to the right group? I'll go back to Mark 11 and then verse number 23. Twenty-three. Okay. Let's read it together. Very ready? Go. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Amen. Amen. How many want to read it again? All right. So I want you to read it as a prophecy that is going to happen to you. Ready? Go. see that he didn't say you have whatever you shouted. You have everything you say. Amen. Amen. One of the, one of the versions we read is it, it said you tell the mountain get up and be thrown into the sea. Hallelujah. Mountains are like problems, challenges, difficulties. Amen. And Jesus is saying that if you have faith 
you will speak to your difficulty and that difficulty is going to go away. That's what Jesus is saying. Hallelujah. And I want you to take this journey of faith with me. I mean, to navigate through the difficulties that we may be facing in our lives. Hallelujah. Because we are Christians. And we must believe that God has a way of taking care of his children, even though there's economic difficulty. Are you here with me? Now let's go to Genesis chapter 1. Now when, when Jesus said that, have faith in God, some, some other versions put it, have the God type of faith. Or have the God kind of faith. What does the God kind of faith do? In the beginning when... Uh, no, no, no. Give me uh, King James, please. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Verse 2. And the earth was... Hey, what's happening? And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Verse 3. And God said, let there be, ah, now I had to check whether he's going to NR or whatever. Whether he, he said, and God said, let there be light. And there was what? Go back to verse 2. Let us try and look at the challenges here. And the earth was without form, challenge number one. And void, challenge number two. And darkness, challenge number three. And then the darkness was on the sea. Amen. So can you imagine that you are in water, in darkness, and also in water? How, how are things going to be? All right. So let's count the challenges again. So when I mentioned, then you say number one in that order. So, and the earth was without form, one, and void, and darkness, and then the sea, four. And what did God And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. So you notice that as for the Spirit of God, He's waiting to move. Are you here with me? Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor. As for the Spirit of God, He's, he's waiting to move. He's ready to move. But nobody has spoken. Neighbor, have you spoken? So the Spirit of God was there, ready. Ready for action. But nobody has said anything. You see that when we read from Mark chapter what, 11 verse 23, he said that you will have what you say. You will not have what you think. You will not have what you dream about. But you will have what you It doesn't, it doesn't include kill somebody's wife so that I can go and be the wife. It, that is not part. Amen. All right. So you have what you say. So in verse 3, Genesis 1, 3, then it said, God said, and God said, let there be light. And there was light. Amen. And this is the God kind of faith that we are talking about. So you see that God had what he said. He said, let there be light. And there was light. Amen. Verse 4. And God saw the light, that the light was good, 
and God divided the light from the darkness. Hallelujah. You see, when you exercise your faith, the end result is that it will be good. I said it will be good. I said it will be good. If you care to exercise your faith, the result will be a good result. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, if you exercise your faith, the result will be a good result. Somebody clap for Jesus. Amen. I'm preaching from name it, claim it, take it. Those who want to know where I'm preaching from. Amen. Now, Hebrews chapter 1. Sorry, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Is somebody's faith growing? You see, somebody has to say, I will not be hungry again. I will not. Do you believe what you are saying? I said, say you will not be hungry again. If I'm hungry, it's because I'm fasting, not because there's no food. Amen. Hey, since they increased the trophy from what? Whatever it was to the five cities, 50 pesos. Now, you, you stop. When you come to this bus stop, uh, Accra is how much? Then they mention uh, five cities, 50 pesos. Uh, no, no, me and Cobium. Then you walk from this bus stop to the next bus stop. So when you get there, then uh, here, how much? Three cities, 70 pesos. It's okay, me and Cobium. Then you move to the next one. Then when you get there, they say, how much? Uh, three cities. Uh, okay, I'm going to Accra. <laughs> hey! Am I telling somebody's story? You see that you have to walk two, three bus stops before you can take a car. Oh! But I want you to say this with My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory. In Jesus' name. Shout your loudest amen. Hallelujah. Hey. You see, when you shout the amen, then you add a clap offering at the back. Amen. So your confession, not my confession, your confession again. My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory in Jesus name loudest amen hallelujah wow good Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. Is that what is there? Beautiful. So, as a Christian, what gives substance to what we are doing is faith. Amen. It's faith. Hallelujah. It's what? It is believing, trusting in God, Believing that God will do what he said he will do and believing that God can do what he has to do. That's what faith is. Faith means God is able. 
Faith means God can do it. Faith means God can do it and he will do it. This is what faith is. Are you here with me? So when, when, you, when we say that, okay, a house, we in the world, we say seeing is what? But as Christians, we say believing is seeing. So that's why this verse says now faith is the substance. So our faith rather makes us believe. It's not what we see that makes us believe. Rather, our faith makes us believe. Now the second part says, for the what? For the evidence of things not seen. So when we say that, where is Reverend Sammy? We will all point here. Is that not so? We will all point because we can all see him sitting here. Okay, Reverend Sammy, move and go to the back. Where is Reverend Sammy? He's not here. Hallelujah. So as he's not here, if I say, I see Reverend Sammy sitting here, you will say, hey, what, what are you saying? Are you here with me? And that is how faith is. Because faith works before the thing actually materializes and comes as we can see it. So that is what I was sharing earlier on. That the pastor was saying that, ah, you've not prayed for the sick. Why are you asking them to thank God? But that is because faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence, the evidence of things not seen. It's the evidence of things not seen. Hallelujah. Yeah. So we are thanking God because we know God will do what he said he would do. We know that God can do what he said he would do. And he's willing to do what he said he can do. That is what faith is. Faith is trusting God that no matter the difficulty, God is above that difficulty. Having faith means that God will be able to solve whatever problem, whatever impossibility that is in our lives, God is able to deal with it. Ah. Hallelujah. So, 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 if you ask me, how do I know people will get healed? I don't know why they will get healed. But what I know is that God is able and I believe him and I trust him that he will do it. And I'm telling you that in the midst of everything that is happening in the country, this is the time to have faith in God. That God, even if one gallon goes to 55 cities, I will still drive a car. Because the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich and it added no sorrow to it. On the day one ball of kenke is five cities, you will still buy two and you will still buy fish. Because the blessing of the Lord maketh what? Rich. How, how many are still with me? Are you still with me? Hallelujah. Or you don't, maybe here you do a Chinese restaurant and uh, okay, so you don't know kinky and fish and those things here. And shitolo. Amen. Are you there with me? Yeah. 
Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Are you here with me? You see, I was watching a video just, I think yesterday. I was watching the prayer line of Branham. I was just watching. I'm a pastor, so that is where I also exercise my faith. Do you get it? And as I was watching, uh, you, this, you see this is how the, the man of God operates. He said, you, you are from Ashanti region, a town called Kumasi. Uh, you have a store in KJTR. Your, your store number is KM, that is uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Kumasi market number 00128. True or false? It's true. And then you live at Enshiaeso. You live on the Kojo Daku street, number eight. Your house is green. The door has a doorbell which is blue. True of hey, that's what I was. Then where is it? Hey, then every you see that the whole place they are all shocked as Branham is missed. Then you say you are healed, and the person will just say amen and you will walk past. Through through the whole video, I didn't even see one person fall down. No, 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 not even one. But they were all healed. He could tell their phone, like what, their house number, though they didn't have mobile phone, but house number, the state you are from, he would tell you somebody insulted you, somebody accused you, he would tell you everything. Then at a point, somebody came and said, oh, you, you have a heart condition. Uh, you are going to be healed right now. But okay, everybody here, everybody with heart conditions, stand up. When I saw that, I said, oh, on Sunday, me too, I'm going to pray for heart conditions. I said, on Sunday, this was yesterday, I said, on Sunday, I'm also praying for heart conditions. I'm showing you that what faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. So I said, Sunday, I'm also praying for heart conditions. So when I finished preaching, I said, hey, all those with heart conditions, come forward. So they came. I didn't have a what, blood pressure meter to test the, this thing. But there was just one man who said he has a pain when he walks. I said, okay, let's find out. Hallelujah. What has happened? It's faith. It's faith that has worked. May your faith also work. I said, may your faith also work. In the name of Jesus. In verse number two, it says, it says by it, the elders obtained a good report. What has happened to my scripture? Anyway, but it's true. Verse 2 says, By it, the elders obtained what? A good report. Hallelujah. By faith, you will have a good report. That is why you cannot only have faith on Sunday, then on Monday you throw your faith away, on Tuesday you throw your faith away, because otherwise you will not have a good report. Amen. That's why you must have faith all the time. All the time you must have faith. Then verse 3 says, By faith we understand that the worlds were created by the word of God so that what we see was not made from things that do appear. Are you here with me? Amen. Again, you see that even when they are talking about faith, 
They say it again that what? God framed the word by word, by the word, by the words of his mouth. What do you say with your mouth? I said, what do you say with your mouth? Your grandchildren are idiots. Eh? Your son is stupid. You, you say, oh, this disease will kill me. It will kill me. And if it is killing you, why, why are you confused? Is that not what you said? I went to visit one man who was not well. And I said, oh, all shall be, oh, it's okay. It's okay. Me cry, I'm tired. It's okay. I said, ah. Then I said, don't talk like that. Don't talk like that. We don't talk like that. Why are you talking like that? And today the person is gone. No, I, I, I'm tired. You say, you are tired. You, you are tired. It's, it's, it's okay. Yeah, I'm tired. So it's like, he's gone. Not because he's old, but because he's tired. It's okay. Why, why do you think David will say things like, I will live and not die to declare the works of God? Why do you think he... He said, I will live. Somebody say, I will live. And not die. And will declare the works of the Lord. Clap for Jesus. Are you still here or you've gone home? Can I still preach to you? Verse number four. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent word, sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it being dead, yet speaketh. Number five. By faith, Enoch was what translated that he should not see death. Wow! Is it not amazing? And was not found because God had translated him. For before he was translated, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Lift up your right hand and say, may I please God. May I please God. Now, verse 6 is the verse we are looking for. Now, it says, by, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Without faith, you can't please God. How many want to please God only on Sunday? Tuesday is out. Wednesday is out. Monday is out. Thursday, Friday, Saturday is out. Only Sunday. That is why I like the amplifier when it says that have faith in God constantly. Have faith in God what? Constantly. Hallelujah. Are you here with me? How many are going to have faith from today? Now, in Matthew 23, 23, you see, I want you to understand how important it is 
to have faith in God, how important it is to trust God, how important it is to believe God because our life and our existence, it all hangs on believing in God. Are you here with me? Matthew 23, 20 says that, Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, what? King James, please. We are waiting for you. Woe unto you, scribes and what? Pharisees, hypocrites. For ye pay tithe and mint and anise and cumin, and have omitted the weightier matters of the Lord, judgment, mercy, and faith. Hallelujah. Now, when it comes to serving God, faith is a weightier matter. Faith is what? So you must believe God today. You must believe him tomorrow morning, tomorrow afternoon, evening and night, midnight, morning of Monday or Tuesday, whatever. You must believe him the whole time. Amen. Amen. You must believe him what? Because wait, uh, what? Faith is a weightier. Faith is what? Are you here with me? Amen. Yeah. And through this faith, what is going to happen to us? We are going to navigate. We are going to, you see that when people are saying, Charlie, things are difficult too. So how are things going for you? And I say, as for me, I am blessed. One of the things I want you to start saying from today, when they ask you, oh, W, how are you? I'm blessed. You say, I'm blessed. Ah, you mean you've eaten cake? I've not eaten kenke, but I'm blessed. blessed. Yes. Or oh, I've eaten kenke, but I'm blessed. How are you? I'm blessed. I said, how are you? Learn to say, I am blessed. Learn to say what? Amen. Amen. Ah, but we all woke up, we've all not eaten kenke. How come you are blessed? Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Hallelujah. So I am blessed. 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 And the blessing of the Lord maketh rich. And it addeth no sorrow. Learn to say I am blessed. When your sister comes to you, my dear lady, and you say, Charlie, nobody's proposing. No. How's it going for you? You say, I'm blessed. Yeah. I'm blessed means the blessing, of, it makes us rich. It means that I'll have 17 boys to choose from. Yeah. I, I'll have 17 born again boys. He'll give me a dark one, copper colored one, fair one, uh, what? Asian one, American one. So, which one? All, all of them, you, you can't make a mistake. Anyone is good. So it's like, what is your preference? Hey, Learn to say, I'm blessed. Somebody saying slim, obolo, and then all that, you can get all. Amen. Yes. Some of the brothers like obolo, some like slim, some like. Amen. All is beautiful. 
I've had an Obolo beloved before. Shabaya! You are laughing at me. You are coming. <laughs> let's end with Matthew chapter, sorry, let's end with Mark chapter 11 verse 24. How many are encouraged here today? As you are going home, go happy and go blessed. I said, go home happy and blessed. Go home happy and blessed. If you forget anything, they say, ah, Bishop said we are blessed. You are blessed means school fees will be paid. You are blessed means you will do well in school. You are blessed means you'll be able to pray. You are blessed means you'll be able to read your Bible. You are blessed means there will be food on your table. You are blessed means you will take car to school, you will not walk to school. You are blessed means you will have shoes. Hey. I've just realized my wife is blessed. When I look at her clothes, when you hang them from here to there, it's not easy. She's blessed. We have a lot of blessed ladies. Some of you have to count your blessings. Because the ladies, eh, their shoes can't fit in the room. You see, the, the rack is, is level one, level two, level three, level four, sometimes level five, and then from here to there. Different colors. Amen. But we are blessed. I said we are blessed. I said we are blessed. I said we are blessed. You will be financially blessed. I said you'll be financially blessed. In your marriage, in your relationship, you'll be blessed. At your workplace, you'll be blessed. Your business is blessed. I said your business is blessed. Your workplace is blessed. Your car is blessed. Your family is blessed. Everything that has to do with you is blessed. Give the Lord a shout hallelujah. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. It says what? Believe. It said what? Believe. Amen. There are times when I get to my car, I say, Lord, I thank you for my car. Lord, I thank you for my car. Thank you for a nice car. Thank you for a nice car. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. You've heard me thank the Holy Spirit several times. I'll thank the Holy Spirit. Thank the Holy Spirit. Thank the Father. Be grateful. You see, another way of exercising your faith is to be thankful to God. It's saying thank you to God. It's saying thank you to God. You, 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 you must say thank you to God. 
I said you must say thank you to God a lot. Something you must learn to do. You see, you are about to break forth into a lot of breakthroughs. And why? Because you are grateful to God. Because you believe. You see, the Bible says it's impossible to please him without faith. It's impossible. It's impossible to please him. But with faith, you can please him. And when, when you are pleasing God, and then God opens a window of heaven towards you. I said God opens a window of heaven towards you. Because you are pleasing him, he will start doing things for you. I said because you are pleasing him, he will start doing things for you. Yeah. When they ask you, how are you? I'm blessed. Don't say, hey, now things are difficult. We've not eaten. We've not. Then rather, you're ah, ah, But didn't you say you go to church? Ah, are you not the one who says you go to church? Hey. Now, the story is changing. I said, now, the story is changing. Now, when you meet the same people, you tell them, I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. And they ask you, ah, when are you getting married? Then it's like, um, oh, it, it, you see? Oh, they say, oh, don't worry, I am blessed. Don't worry, I'm blessed. Because the, the way I'm blessed, you see, I, I need a man that can manage me properly because, you see, the way I'm blessed. Because as I'm here, by the grace of God, I'm blessed with my house. I have my car. I have my this. You see, so, you, you, you see, God is blessing me with somebody who can manage a girl who has all these sort of things. Hallelujah. Learn to say, I am blessed. I said, learn to say, I am blessed. When you hear that Petro has moved to 12 cities, don't say, oh my God. Say, I am blessed. Yeah. Maybe when you were going to buy the kinky, you had 20 CD notes. According to your calculation, kinky and fish, seven CDs. Then I'll buy pure water. How much is pure water now? 30 pesos. Then, yes, you take three, which is like one CD. So that's what? Eight CDs. Then, when, when I get to the Chocho station, I will take Chocho to town for six cities. Then that's what? 14 cities. Then I'll be left with six cities for lunch. But when you said, give me two balls of kenke and one fish, when the change came, <laughs> I said, when the change came, then you notice that the change, you know, the change is there with eight cities. And say, hey, what have you done to me? Then you say, oh, the KK is one CD 50 pesos, not one CD. So your two balls of KK is three CDs. And then the fish also is no longer three CDs. It's now four CDs. So that is why, hey! So now when you look at the money, you realize that your lunch, you will get to town, but you can't have lunch and you may not be able to come back home. Am I dialing somebody's number? But when you are blessed, I said, when you are blessed, I 
said, when you are blessed, it doesn't matter the price of the kinky. It doesn't matter the price of the fish. But when you are blessed, God will make a way where there seems to be no way. I see God making a way for you. I said, I see God making a way for you. When they say the system is tight, Charlie, system now is tight. Now, oh, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Huh? The system is tight. You say, I'm blessed. I see God blessing you. I see God blessing you. Hey, look at the price of petrol. You still see G Wagon passing. You see Range Rover passing. You see V8 passing. Hey! Your turn is coming. I said, Your turn is coming. Now, when you buy the credit, you don't know whether the credit is doing 100 meters or what it is doing. And then the data. Maybe the data is not doing 100 meters. But when you are blessed, I said, when you are blessed, one day, I was talking to my brother-in-law. He said, oh, I would like to drive a V8. I said, eh. Then I said, oh, the V8 will consume a lot of petrol. He said, oh, yes. That is why when you go to the petrol station, you fill the tank. Do <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So his solution to the problem is not that buy a car that has a smaller whatever. But the, the solution is that when you go to the petrol station, fill the tank. Somebody say, fill the tank. Somebody say, fill the tank. Okay, so in our case, we don't fill tanks. We are blessed. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So when they say that, hey, how are you going to drive your V8? They say, I am blessed. Hey, now I hear petrol is 15 cities, so then you say what? Hey, rent has increased, though. Hey, one plot of land, you know the cost. Hey, how are you going to buy a new car? How are you going to eat? How are you going to buy clothes? Whatever the situation is, my answer is I'm what? Somebody give the Lord a shout. Amen. Through all that is happening, the blessing of the Lord will neutralize any difficulty. I said the blessing of God will neutralize any difficulty that is coming our way. Hallelujah. Are you here with me? Are you here with me? How many are feeling blessed already? Yeah. All shall be well with you. I said all shall be well with you. You will not be poor. I said you will not be poor. Be delivered from debt. When they ask you, how, how did you get out of this? You say, oh, it's the blessing. It's the blessing of the Lord. It's the blessing of the Lord. Somebody stand to your feet and begin to thank God for your blessing. Begin to thank God for your blessing.
Everybody in the building, just thank God for your blessing. Everybody, thank God for your blessing. God bless you for listening to this anointed message. It was great having you, and we believe you have been blessed and uplifted by this powerful word. Subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages regularly. God richly bless you.